What's going on, everybody? It's another episode of the Single Dads Club brought to you by your host, none other than Joe. I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to my podcast today. Um, you know, and, and I appreciate everybody who's listened to my, my previous episodes as well. You know, like, I, I don't have a lot of listeners, but at the same time, I do get response back when I send out my link to let everybody know, like, my episode is available and you know I, I appreciate everybody who's taking the time to listen to those previous ones and um let me know that they've listened in just by mentioning something that I said out of the episode um and, and just letting me know that they've been they've been listening um it, it's kind of crazy because like I can't remember if it was my last episode or the one before that um somebody reached out to me and this is a person like we, we were cool, you know, like, I still got mad love for the person, you know, like, no bad blood between me and that person, anything like that, like, he's a genuine dude, I believe, and, you know, we, we started out, like, cool as a fan, um, you know, hung around the same people, and used to go out with the same people, chop it up, whatever, whatever the case may be, and, you know, Facebook friends, all that, you know, we was, we was heavy, we was cool, and I, I don't know what happened, I mean, I guess it was just like my growth and just like my my younger mindset, how I was acting, like we just kind of like drifted apart. You know what I'm saying? Like as friends, we just we just kind of like drifted. Like I was no longer running in the same circle with him. You know, like I was no longer involved in that circle because of a falling out with somebody else in that circle, and I was just like. You know, here and there, I go through my Facebook friends list and I, I kind of like look at people and I'm just like, OK, like if I don't really rock with you, like outside of Facebook, then why? Why am I like friends with you? Or if I if I haven't come across you like in life and, you know, I, I, I didn't catch like a vibe off of you, like a cool, genuine vibe. You know, I, I think in my head, like, um, like, do we really need to be Facebook friends? You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So every once in a while, I clean up the list. And, you know, it's like I didn't I like I stopped hearing from dude. You know, it was like we were just like Facebook followers with each other. You know, what I'm saying like we kept up with each other on Facebook, but it was no like texting, anything like that. Like I reached out to him, you know, just to see how he was doing like a month or two back. Um, with the whole COVID thing going on, you know, I just like genuinely reached out to him because I wanted to know how he was doing. And he responded like, yeah, you know, I'm good. And, you know, everything's cool, copacetic like that. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, left it at that. And, um, I think I sent him, I think I sent him the link to my podcast and I like, I, I just sent it on a list, you know, like I just selected everybody that I can on messenger and sent the podcast to them like letting them know the link and the platform and he hits me back and he's like yo you know i've been listening to your podcast and i was like for real was like yo that's that's mad love you know what i'm saying because like we we don't we're not on facebook with with each other no more we're not running the same click like it's been a hot hot minute since you know we even hung out with each other but he was like one of the first people out of friends that I had back in the day that held my daughter, you know what I'm saying? And they even came through when everything happened with 
my daughter's mother passing away. You know, it came through and, and showed love and condolences, support. You know, so he he's the big homie, and, and I can still I still consider him homie. And for him just to you know simply sit there and be like, yo, you know, I've been listening to your podcast. I was like, yo, that's that's mad love, you know, because like some people they get like in their feelings when you take them off of Facebook. Like when when you take somebody off your Facebook friends list and they find out, like some people get in their feelings about that. But he's not on them dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like when you see somebody like that and they and they still showing that love, that support, let you know that they still like that cool person with you. You know, it, it's like it, it makes you it makes me feel like, you know, like, dang, like, you know, we had a falling out once or twice, but it was never like to a really like crazy extent. And looking back on that, being is that I felt like they were my faults for them falling out and the person still like, yo, I still support, you know, I still show love to you, homie, you know. Like that's that's big up. So you know, mad love to that person, man. And and also, I got I got to shout out Slick. Like Slick is like she's like a, a little, she's like a, a a niece figure to me, basically. You know, like she's not blood, but I consider her I consider her like fam. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I consider her fam because she means a lot to me, and she's like a person that. I don't play around with like you know what I'm saying like if somebody if if I caught wind of somebody trying to disrespect her or anything like that you know like I'd look at it as like that's my daughter so you know I got to do what I got to do and that's you know I got I got to shout her out because she was one of the first people that kind of like reached out to me and just wanted to check on me after my breakup because she knew like how I was feeling you know what I'm saying like she knew how I was feeling and she knew like it hurt, you know, just off of my actions that I displayed during that breakup. So it was like when she reached out, I was just like, you know, I I, I, I paid the attention with what she was saying. But at the same time, I was just like, man, I'm not really trying to hear it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I was paying attention to listening to her and analyzing what she said. But at the same time, I was like, man, I ain't really trying to hear this right now. You know, but she still, you know, checks in here and there. And, you know, she's just like, yo, you know, I'm 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 here for you, whatever. And she's like, you know, you should look into like a spiritual journey, you know, because I'm on that. She's like, I'm on a spiritual journey now. And she said, like, I feel so much better because like I recall I was putting a lot of time into my I, I was putting a lot of time into negative stuff, you know, like really heavy on social media and other things like that and I felt like you know that was taking a lot of my energy so I decided to flip my energy into something positive and get more on a spiritual tip and she was trying to tell me you know like um you you should watch like YouTube videos on um how meditation works and things like that they can make you feel better you know help you take your mind off of your breakup, yada yada. I'm just like, well, you know, I feel you, know, but I mean, you you can't really you can't really take a person's mind off of something until they're ready. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell a person, like, you got to move on from that, man. You got to let it go. You know, this and that. Third, it's going to take that person the amount of time that they feel they need to get past that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the love and support is much appreciated. But at the same time, it's going to take that person to get over that situation when they feel like they're over that situation. You know? But... It's like, I really wanted to shout Slick out because she's just like somebody that I always, like, I always hold dear to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just hold dear. Like, we we can go like a month or two without, you know, texting each other or whatever. But as soon as like one of us texts each other, it's still the same love as it was before. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's never changed, you know? And, and that's like, that's dope. You know, like, that's dope. And it's like, I appreciate her because... She's one of the few people that, you know, I really cherish checking in on me and just, you know, trying to talk to me about different things, you know, like I'm older than her, but she'll still try to, you know, give me like some type of advice. And I I, I appreciate that. I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because not a lot of people do that to other people, you know, like they rather just sit back and be quiet and not say nothing. But for the people that do be like, you know, Joe, I feel you on this or that or, you know, this, that, the third, whatever it may be, you know, that's that's nothing but love and support. So, you know, once again, shout out Slick. She know who she is. But moving on to a, a different subject. Um, the other day I picked my daughter up from school and I kind of had like um, I kind of had a flashback. So when my daughter was like about two or two and a half, she was um. She, she stayed she stayed home um with her grandma a lot grandma you know was helping um helping me and my daughter's mother at the time watching her so we could avoid putting her in daycare just to kind of save up our money at the time and um you know her her grandma slash nanny we call her nanny um she would teach her like how to bop you know just like put up her fist or or kick her feet so she taught her how to kick her feet at first. And she would always, um, when when she had Olivia and me and Deidre are around, she'd be like, watch, Olivia knows how to kick her feet. And she'd be like, kick her feet, kick them feet. So Olivia would kick her feet. You know what I'm saying? So then she moved on from kicking feet to bopping. So when we finally had to put Olivia in um, like daycare, preschool, she started getting you know around other kids and everything. And she started growing and learning how to interact with other kids. And at a point in time, she came across this one kid in her pre-K that was kind of like picking on her, so to say. But she didn't really understand it. She just knew that some of the things that he was doing, she didn't like. And it was hurting her feelings and it made her cry sometimes. And when, when her nanny found out, and I would tell her nanny about it. Her nanny would tell Olivia, like, you know, if if that boy touches you again, you bop him in his nose. You you just say bop and you just bop him in his nose. And I'm just like, yeah, do I really want to tell? Like, I think she was probably like three, three or four at the time, maybe probably three. She had to be like three or three and a half going on four. But whatever the case, however old she was, nanny sitting up there. You bop that boy in his nose the next time he touches you. You tell him, don't touch him. And if he touches you again, you bop him in his nose. I'm just like, so I don't really know how to feel about 
my daughter's nanny telling my daughter to bop this kid in the nose because if she bops that kid in the nose, then the school might look at it as like, you know, she she might be like a bully or something. Like, I don't know how they'll take it. And I don't want to run the risk of like them saying she can't return to that school. But I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to let it ride. You know, like, I'm just going to see how it plays out. And I, I let it play out. You know, I don't I don't recall a time that the director of the school ever told me that Olivia put her hands on the boy. But I know that the boy was going through some things um, personally, you know, outside of outside of the school. He was dealing with things, you know, at home. And they were trying to tell me, like, that kind of affects like that kind of affected him and why he was acting how he was acting um, at school. So I just kind of like let that fly under the radar. But then, you know, fast forward into my daughter being in kindergarten, I pick her up the other day from school and we have our little conversation like we always do. I pick her up. I'm like, hey, Munchkin. And she's like, hey, daddy. And I'm, I, I proceed to ask her, you know, how was your day? Is she asking me how my day was? And we get to we get to talking like that. You know, that's our car ride home or wherever we're going. When I pick her up, we always have that that conversation. So she's like, um, well, when I was on the playground, we were doing such and such and such and such came and bopped me over the head with the ball. And I was like, why did he do that? And she was like, I don't know. I was like, well, did you tell the teacher? And she was like, no. I was like, well, why not? She was like, I don't know. I was like, "Okay, well, what did you do then? She's like, I just sat there and said I didn't like that and kind of cried. And I was like, I, like I felt for her uh, with the sympathy at that second. And then at the at the same time, like the flashback came into my mind of my daughter's nanny telling me, telling my daughter, like, if that kid touches you again, you bop him in his nose. So here I come out of my mouth and I say, well, you know what? If that kid touches you again or tries to bop you with that ball again you bop him in his nose and then you tell the teacher because the teacher you should have told the teacher the first time but at the same time the teacher should have been paying attention and she should have seen that and she was like well the teacher seen me crying so she just told me to come up front with her and then I was just like so you went up front and then nothing happened she's like nope and then she went into another story so I was just like, well, if this kid touches you one more time or tries to bop you, you bop that kid straight in his nose. And she's like, bop him? Like nanny say? I was like, yup, just like nanny say. She say, well, bop him straight, right, daddy? I say, yes, you bop him straight. She say, straight like this. Like, don't do like this, but straight like this. And I tell, I, like, I teach my daughter how to punch. And when I tell her to punch, I say, always punch straight. Like, always go straight when you hit. Like, when you reach your fist out, you go straight. And I'm sitting up here like, dang, like, I'm telling my five-year-old daughter to bop a kid in his nose if he touches her again. But at the same time, I'm just like, I don't feel, I don't feel like I was wrong for saying that. Because here, here, here I have a five-year-old on my hands, okay? I have a five-year-old daughter on my hand who I basically raised by myself, you know, as far as like the... The, the growth structure like you know she goes with family on the weekend and sometimes during the weekdays depending on what's going on but for the most part I'm doing like the groundwork right here with her by myself so I'm just like 
she has to know, like, when it's time to stick up for yourself. Because if she tells the teacher, okay, this kid did such and such, and the teacher says, okay, talks it over with the student, sends a no home, whatever, but the student does it again, then I feel like she has every right to protect herself and do to that student what that student's doing to her. So that student can understand, like, you just got the same treatment that you gave to my child. So how does it feel now? And it might feel like, you know, that like that's a crazy state of mind to have. But at the same time, this is a little girl, okay? Five years old. She's on the playground. So let's let's not let's not act like the playground isn't where, you know, a lot of school fights happen sometimes and a lot of picking picking on goes goes on, you know, like I used to get picked on all the time when I was on the playground. I was a nerdy little kid. I'm still a nerd, but you know, nonetheless, I was getting picked on left and right back in the days. And luckily I made it out of school without really getting into any fights. I mean, I did get punched in my I think it was, I think I got punched in my nose on my jaw when I was in like middle school. Cause I said something slick about somebody, but you know, I really never had to um go through fights. Oh, and then there was that one time where um this one kid, like, he was, I don't know, he looked like he belonged in, like, the 10th grade or something, but we was, like, 6th to 7th grade, and I said something, or or he said something, and we just kind of got mouthy, and then we got out in the hallway, and he just kind of jacked me up, like, basically grabbed me by my throat, <laughs> no lie, grabbed me by my throat, and just lifted me up off the, on the lockers, like, he was like, what you say now? And I was just like, um, like I couldn't really say nothing. And like we was out in the hallway and all the kids was out in the hallway. So I was like really embarrassed. And it was just like, you know, I kind of got flashbacks to those situations. So I was like, nah, it, it ain't gonna happen. Like I, I can't, I can't have my daughter come home one day and be like, this kid jacked me up or this kid did that. Like, no, she's going to know how to defend herself. Like, I tried to put her in karate last year, but she just kind of wasn't feeling it. So I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to teach her right now the boxing skills. Like, we're going to do a little boxing exercises. And then I'm going to start introducing her into more karate and seeing if she likes karate as well as dancing. So try to get her in a mixture and see if that works out. And understand and, and try to explain to her at the same time, like, you know, I'm putting you in this mixture of activities so you could get a feel of how you want to proceed with yourself, you know? But at the same time, this particular activity that I have you in, which would be like karate or like a self-defense class, or whatever, that's to make sure if you're on the playground and somebody tries to, you know, all of a sudden pick a fight with you or something, you know how to protect yourself. Because unfortunately, daddy can't be there every time if somebody tries to start something with you, especially at school, you know, like I can't be at school with you every day. I wish I could, but it just doesn't work like that. So I can't be with you on the playground, but I feel like it's not too, I feel like it's not too early to make her understand or to get her to understand, like you have to know how to protect yourself, even though you got daddy right here and you got uncles and aunts and cousins, all that, you know what I'm saying? Like you might face a situation where it's just you facing somebody else and you have to know what to do in that particular situation if it comes time so I was just like you know I didn't really feel 
I didn't really feel kind of like bad telling her that. And I, I didn't really feel like much of a conscious saying that when I was telling her, bop that kid in his nose if he touches you again. Because I'm not going to have my child come home from school every day saying this kid did that, that kid did that. And she's doing nothing but telling the teacher and it's not working. Like, no, we ain't, we ain't going to have that, you know. And plus they got like this like strict bully policy in schools nowadays. So I'm, I'm not sure like to what extent they describe bullying as. But nonetheless, you know, like I'm going to make sure my daughter goes to school and she understands how to protect herself. You know, it might take a little while, but she's going to get to that point to where when she's like in the upper grades, she's going to know, okay, I got this. I I got hands. So what y'all want to do? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but I mean, in all in all, I still want her to be a kid. You know, I still want her to enjoy recess. And a a lot of times I think it's playground shenanigans, you know, because I'm not sure if she plays with other um, other age groups in school. Like, I'm not sure how they have their recess going on nowadays. So I'm not sure if she plays with um, kids that are in, like, first grade or second grade or maybe third grade. You know, I'm not sure if she's mixed in with them groups. But I do feel like a lot of times, um, you know, playground shenanigans happen, you know. And she she did she did tell me today... Matter of fact, that when I was trying to talk to her about the situation, she's like, no, daddy, didn't I didn't get bopped with the ball. And I'm just like, hold up, wait. So you didn't get bopped with a ball. And I just told you to bop that kid if he hits you with the ball again. She's like, he bopped me over the head with a beanbag. I was like, how did we go from a bouncy ball to a beanbag? So she's like, well, we were playing a game. It was boys versus girls. The girls won. And he came and bopped me over the head with the beanbag. And the teacher saw it and made him apologize. And he apologized to me. And she said, well, I said I forgive him. I was like, okay, so you forgave him. All, all is, you know, all is good. And at that second, I was just like, so do I re, like, do, do I retract my statement about bopping the kid? Or do I just leave it alone and not say nothing? And I decided I'm not going to say nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to leave it as is. Because at the same time, if that kid tries to bop her over the head with a beanbag again, she going to bop that kid in his nose. So he won't put that beanbag up to her head no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's you, you got you to gotta teach them young, I believe. You got to teach them that they got to learn to defend themselves. Because... Mommy or daddy is not going to always be there every time that they might need to defend themselves. So in order for them to know how to deal with a specific person, they need to know how to defend themselves against people. And I think once she understands that and she gets that knowledge into herself, she'll better understand how to handle kids. But she'll also understand like you don't just go out there and put your hands on somebody because you don't do that. That's not what I'm telling you. But what you need to do is make sure if somebody comes to you and they touch you and you didn't ask them to touch you and they put their hands on you in a like a um, a hurtful way and you don't feel like it's a playful way, you tell that person not to do it again. And if a person does that again or they attempt to do that again, 
that's when you take action and bop that person in the nose. And when I was telling her about that, like bopping in the nose when we was in the car ride, I told her, you might get in trouble with your teacher if you do hit a student back. But if that student hits you and you hit them back and you do get in trouble with the teacher, you're not going to be in trouble with me because I gave you permission to hit that kid back if that kid hits you. But you also understand you don't just go out there and hit people, right? And she's like, yes, I know. I was like, okay, well, if we have that understanding, then we shouldn't have no problems, you know? But I don't think it'll come to that point while she's in kindergarten to where she'll really have to bop somebody on the nose, you know? Because, like, I think she understands the concept of, like, bopping somebody in their nose. But I don't think she understands, like, when to really do it. Or I don't think she understands, like, I don't feel like she really wants to do it, you know? Like, she's she's a playful kid, but she's not playful with her hands, you know? Like, she wants people to play with her. But she doesn't put her hands on other people in the ways to make them feel like, you know, she was trying to hurt them or something. So, I think she understands that concept. But it's like, what I need her to also understand is, like, you need to know how to throw these hands when it's time. So, that's what we're going to work on over the next coming years. Over this next future. Like, in the near future, we're going to get you to that point. And we're going to get you in these karate classes or whatever classes that we need to get you in so you understand that self-defense. And, you know, I, I left it at that. So, you know, it, it, it was just kind of crazy because I felt like it was deja vu. You know, here I go again hearing about another kid doing something to her that she doesn't like. And it's the same thing as happening in pre, pre-K. And I was just like, well, we're going to put a stop to this somehow, some way. So, yep, she's learning self-defense. So that's where that stood. But it's, it's all it's just all in, in a process, you know, a learning process and, and teaching them and, you know, doing your due diligence. You know, like I'm, it, it's no encouraging to her to get out there and just fight. You know, that's definitely not where the encouragement is going. The encouragement is for her to understand how to defend herself, you know, because I didn't know how to defend myself when I was younger. You know, like I, I didn't I got into like a scuffle here and there and I was the one left bruised. You know, I was the one left crying because I didn't really have anybody around me to really show me self-defense. I was raised, you know, by my mother and my sisters. And then my stepdad came along, but he didn't really put any like effort into showing into showing me how to defend myself, you know. He was just, like, quick to let you know, like, if you run up on me, you're going to get these hands. Because we had scuffles here and there. So, he was just like, if you run up on me, I'm going to knock you out just to let you know that. Like, you you can feel brave all you want. But if you run up on me, you try to put your hands on me, I'm going to knock you out. And I never tried him like that. But I seen, like, I seen him do that to his son. His son tried him one time and he knocked his son out. I was like, oh, okay. Pops is serious there. Like, Pops was, Pops was like, he didn't have full function of both hands because he had an accident when he was younger. But he would put both of his hands up like, come on, you want this? Like, I don't care. Like, I'll use both of my hands however I can and knock you out. And I was just like, nah, Pops, you got it, man. Like, you, you got it. You know, Pops was, Pops was crazy. That was my stepdad, though, you know. 
not my real pops. That was my stepdad. I didn't, I didn't really have my real pops around. So, you know, I kind of blame that for not knowing how to defend myself as well. But as I grew up, I, 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 I've kind of learned like, don't blame, don't blame your childhood for things, you know, don't blame people that weren't around for not knowing what you know now, you know, it's all about lessons. And I think like, that's one thing I've come to realize in life. Like you can't keep blaming other people for this and that, and you can't keep blaming like what happened in the past for this and that you have to look at it as a lesson and figure out what you could take from that lesson to make yourself smarter. And I think that was a a very important lesson that I, I taught myself because nowadays it's like, if, if I go through something like my breakup, if going through that, you know, I kind of put myself in a position like, well, it's my fault that I did this. It's my fault that I broke my own heart. It's my fault that I broke up with the person, you know? So I was putting more of the blame on myself. Like I was the one that did something when really it wasn't me that did it. It was just me standing on something that I believe. And if you go against my belief and you're doing something that challenges my belief or you're doing something that is like demeaning my belief, then you have to get cut off, you know? So I kind of looked at that and was like, you know, what can I learn about that? And what I learned is if you're going to stand for something, stand for that and be firm, no matter who it is. If they're trying to go against it and you firmly stand on that, it is what it is. You got to stand for your ground. So if you're standing for your ground and you get hurt in the process, it is what it is. But as long as you stood your ground, you did what you were supposed to do, you know? But that's all the time we have today, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate everybody listening, like I said. And until the next time, go vote. Get your vote out there. And peace.